Blog Talk Radio. Hey yo, Jay, world up. These motherfuckers fucking talking that comeback shit like they cooking crack. Shit, I ain't fronting all. I want my pockets green like slum chains. You know what I'm saying? Front the road, we roll back like rubbers, motherfucker. For real. With no trace of age, we keep our pockets fully blown. Rockin' from the click, nigga. Hey yo, we patting down pussy from Sugar Hill to the Shark Bar. Fuck a bitch, D in the Mark car. We got the bad bitches gasping for air and asking. Searching for aspirin when I ask in, we swing. You cling, we do our thing and bring. Sling and ding a ling from Best Eye, Brooklyn to Beijing. East Coast hostess, hostile, colossal, money flaring like nostrils for drug dealing the pops. Huh. Al Pacino down to Nino Brown. Me, Jay, and Primo got it sold across the board like Pacino. Teflon, make sure your jammy is full. Cause I heard Sammy the Bull, lamps in Miami were pulled. Tropical leaves where I got a few keys. With momentum, stock up G's. Now it's unstoppable cheese. Said we was garbage, so fuck college. Street knowledge amazing the scholars when we coin phrases for dollars. Star studded bitches with crystals. Get fucked with pistols just to see my shit discharge pus. I dropped the stellar, even out capella. I got to tell all about Rockefeller. Of a young Bobby De Niro Spent Spanish wisdoms in a whip with De Niro Crime organized like the Pharaoh Eye cream, eye diamond gleam High post like Hakeem Got a lot of things to drive Brooklyn to Queens I gotta keep my steam Niggas wanna try to hem my long jeans Uptown fiend for Jay-Z to appear on the scene In the meanwhile, it's undope for y'all to lean Liaison on for days on end Money make the world go around So we made some to spend Can I live this dough with my negativity flow Like the Mississippi Rib looking jig Can't do for dolo Had to turn away when Tony killed Manolo That's real, mixed feelings like a mulatto Thug thought he was OG Bobby Johnson I played him like Benny Blanco Mono a mono, you ain't ready I find no trigger straight up my gun's horizontal, get your weight up I am 2.2 pounds, you're barely 125 grams Wouldn't expect y'all to understand this money Do the knowledge, do the few dollars I'm due to demolish, cruise Brooklyn through Hollis To a hood near you, cut the Money is power, I'm energetic with fake credit, pure platinum fetish, with cheddar, spread lettuce, you both get deadish. I make moves that remove pebbles out of shoes. You suck pistol like pipe with the crystal. John Stockton couldn't assist you. Cowboys of business like we filing in the UN. So what the fuck you doing? Whatever, nigga, profit new get. Rugged, get polished, banking dollars with the commas. Banging bitches out the Bahamas, on highs of lava. We cry nada, fly father, cry hotter. You die, gotta fuck with me, witness manana. Absence of malice in my palace, call cousin now Dallas. Trick a finger with the callus Tip scales for mail to keep these niggas off balance Your frequent stops to OTB, you feeding me Steamer niggas scheming on a wrist action with the gleams Juice for pop to fulfill your dreams Never put the pure brown sugar before the dirty green Green, green, green
Hi, everybody. It's me, it's me. It's uh, DC People's Champ, and you're here live with the Skybox. Um, it's just me for right now. My, uh, my other co-hosts are, are should be logging on very, very shortly, but we definitely have a full show for you tonight. Uh, we definitely, we're going to talk about the 2015 NFL regular season schedule that was released yesterday. You know we're going to talk about that, especially the Redskins schedule. We play the AFC East and the NFC South, along with a couple team, other teams in there. Um, we're also going to talk about the NBA playoffs, which have kicked off, and what was the NHL playoffs, which have kicked off. And also, I got to find out, like, what in the world was wrong with Floyd Mayweather when it came to what he had to say recently comparing himself to a legend in the boxing world? So just going to, you know, just, you know, a little bit of a, a teaser there. Uh, but once again, this is the Skybox. If you would like to join in the conversation, you want to talk to us, all you got to do is just call 347 215 Eight five five eight. That's three four seven two one five eight five five eight. That's how you do that. You can hit one. You'll have your hand up, and you can join us in the conversation on whatever sports topic we that we're talking about, whether it be boxing, baseball, football, hockey, bo- uh, whatever you know, golf, MMA, what have you. We we talk about all of that. Um, but yeah, we just—it's another Wednesday night, so you know I'm not gonna be solo for very long. So if you're already getting tired of just hearing me talk, <laughs> hopefully it won't last very long. But um, but while my co-hosts get ready to jump on here, I just wanna just touch on you know touch on the um on the baseball well not baseball just touch on the um on the events coming up you know that um. One of the big one of the big things that are out there right now is the long awaited fight between um, Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Money Mayweather. They're gonna finally hook it up in the ring. And everybody's looking forward to that. And I mean there's gonna be a lot of fight parties and a lot of a lot of stuff going on around the around the world waiting for this. My uh, there's two things that have to go that's going on with that particular instance. Number one is that even though this fight is scheduled to take place on May the second, according to news reports, the fight is actually still not official. Uh, I'm pretty sure some of y'all have seen that floating around the interwebs. Uh, we did it was posted by CSOCS's own free who you can listen to on His and Hers every Friday, uh, right here on this very channel. Um, But apparently the contracts have not been signed yet for this fight, which is scheduled to take place a week from this Saturday. So I bet the question that you're asking is, you know, how is it that this fight is still being hyped when the contracts haven't been officially signed? Well, when my computer decides to finally... Um, load up, load the article up so I can 
give you a read to it. I don't see how this fight can go on if the contracts haven't been officially signed unless, you know, this is just some kind of tactic or some kind of publicity stunt by one of the one or both camps to eat if that's their way of trying to gauge more interest in this fight. It's a weird way of doing it because you know, I mean if people don't believe that the fight's gonna happen because the contract hasn't signed, you're not gonna get a lot of buy rates, you know? Um Okay, so according to this article which I'm reading, which was posted by Free on our uh, group page uh, via MMA Mania, um, well, the uh, article was originally talking about how there were no tickets available for the fight um, at the MGM Grand. Um, So... According apparently all the the book the promoters have been going back and forth about who gets what and where and what have what have you, but an update to that article has the um has the um has the um fight on uh c b s execs have rescued the um have rescued it and a deal has been reached um boy mayweather will indeed again from m m a mania Boy Mayweather will indeed fight Manny Pacquiao in what is expected to become the highest grossing boxing pay-per-view of all time. Uh, despite some hiccups that kept contracts from being signed for this, for this showdown on May the 2nd, uh, according to top-ranked CEO Bob Arum, who told Yahoo Sports, quote, we resolved all of the issues and now we're waiting for the paperwork. I said on the call that if we... With what we agreed upon in the paperwork we received, we will sign it, and the tickets will be released. Uh, more in this article, that was unquote, that was from Bob Aaron. More in this article, the biggest obstacle was the allocation of tickets, uh, which needed to be split among the promoters and, of course, the venue. So that was the only thing that was holding it up. So now tickets are on sale, and tickets will be made available to the public uh, according to the report, at a cost of uh, starting at fifteen hundred dollars, then twenty five hundred dollars, thirty five hundred dollars, five thousand, and seventy five hundred dollars, it could go on sale as early as today. Um, so, the tickets are most likely on sale. You can go out and you can get those, and you know, get you know, go ahead and witness history and watch. What many people say is the most um, long-awaited fight in the history of boxing. But there's another part of this that, you know, has me scratching my head. And Chills actually posted this, actually posted this up uh, a couple days ago on our page. Uh, Floyd Mayweather um, has gone on record as saying, and he truly believes this, that stating that he is better than the legendary float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, Muhammad Ali. Now, I'm not a big proponent of boxing. Uh, I've watched it here and there, but I'm not someone that follows it. I know some folks that do. uh, But, I mean, I kind of understand where he's coming from. I mean, poetry made the point. Uh, on the post that you know he he that's something that he would have to say because he is who he is and 
he wouldn't be the one to just sit there and say, oh, I'm not the best, I'm not this, I'm not that. Of course he's going to hype himself up that way. But, of course, um, you look at it and it's just like, really? Are, are you are you serious? Um, ESPN, Stephen A. Smith recently, and he showed, he says that, uh, he showed his respect towards himself and Sugar Ray Robinson. He claims that he's better than both, and he also says that he's better than Muhammad Ali. He said his log- the logic, uh, quote unquote, is that Ali lost to Leon Spinks. He was 36 years old at the time, and the decision was a split decision. They had a rematch later that year where Ali got revenge in a unanimous decision, and what will become the final win of his prestigious career. Now, granted that Mayweather is 47 and 0 in multiple weight classes, uh, but you got to question the logic. But, again, he's someone who is marketing himself. Of course he's going to want to, you know, consider himself better than, you know, better than most. So, you know, can't really knock him, but at the same time you got to question it. Maybe he might go down, um, maybe he might go down as the best, uh, as the best man, as the best boxer in the in the history of the um, of the sport, you never know. You never, 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 never know. Um, will time will tell. I mean, he has yet to lose, and he's won in multiple weight divisions, won multiple championships. He basically has a Hall of Fame career, but will that all go for naught when he has to face? Uh, Mandy Pacquiao a week from the sat or from Saturday, so we'll see. Once again, you are listening to the Skybox right here on the TSOTS Productions uh, channel here on Blog Talk Radio. I am DC's People's Champ. Uh, I'm currently all alone. Um, hopefully, you know, Chills and our other co-hosts that's supposed to be joining us will join us shortly and um we'll be able to get to it. Uh but right now, um I wanna touch on we didn't have a show last week and la- uh on the fifteenth of April, uh the man that was on trial for murder, Aaron Hernandez, found guilty of first degree murder in the death of in the uh, shooting death of semi-pro football player Odin Lloyd. Now, if you remember, back in 2013, um, Odin Lloyd was found shot and killed in an abandoned... Um, Okay, everybody. Sorry about that. Uh, apparently, having some some technical difficulties here, uh, so I apologize for that. But we're back. Well, I'm back. Um, and what I was discussing was 
Aaron Hernandez. Mr. Hernandez is currently is uh was found guilty as you recall he was uh, he was um accused of shooting and killing semi pro football player Odin Lloyd and um a jury found him guilty of first degree murder and due to um laws up in um due to the laws he was automatically given a sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole. So Aaron Hernandez is going to is not going to see the lighting day for the rest uh, for the rest of his life. Um, and it doesn't surprise me. I mean, a lot, it wasn't a lot of evidence, but obviously the prosecution was able to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that. Uh, Aaron Hernandez perpetrated and caused the death of Odin Lloyd. So because of that, we are, this is where we are. Like, you're here now. So he will spend the rest of his life in prison, um, and that's it, that's all. He basically has thrown his life away, and he still has to face trial for uh a, the shooting death to the, for a shooting death that occurred down in uh, Miami. So his 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 troubles are not over. They think they're just beginning for Mr. Hernandez. And again, he basically threw away his football career, threw away a lot of money to try to be some kind of thug. And look where look what has gotten him. Look what it has gotten him. It has gotten him sitting in a jail cell for the rest of his life. Oh, well, I guess, you know, you want to be about that life, look what happens. Try to be about that life, look what happens. Oh, well. Oh, well. Anyway, like I said, he's going to do life without parole, and it is what it is, and again, he still has to face the music of Another tri- of another trial down in um, down in Florida for a shooting death that occurred. So it's not over for him. He's definitely got some more coming to him. All right. Once again, you are listening to the Skybox here on PSOPS Productions, the channel here on Blog Talk Radio. I am DC People's Champ. Uh, we'd love to hear from some of our listeners out there. You can give us a call at 347 215 Again, that is 347-215-8558. You can call in and hit one, and you can speak to you can speak to us about whatever's on your mind with sports. And uh, speaking of sports, um, as you know, we're hit we're right in the in the heart of spring, so what that means is that the winter sports are now in playoff mode. Uh, both the NBA and the NHL, their playoffs have started recently. Um, as you know, they are the, the sports where they actually have series, just like baseball. They have actual series where all they have to do is just win a, a certain amount of games in a series and see if they can move on to the next round in the quest to try to become their sports champion. Uh, I want to touch on the NBA first. 
uh, right now the NBA is currently their their playoffs have already started, and let's, I'm going to go ahead and give you a rundown of what is going on in these series. Uh, first on the east on in the Eastern Conference, um, right now the um, Atlanta Hawks, who are the number one over who are the number one seed in the East, um, they are currently they are currently have a one nothing series lead and they currently are up by two with less than twenty with close to twenty seven seconds remaining in the fourth quarter with a chance to take a two nothing series lead. Uh, that game is currently live on the NBA on NBA T V. So we'll see what happens there. The Wizards, Wiz Kids, uh, currently currently have a two nothing series lead after taking two in Toronto as they bring it to Verizon Center this um coming uh this coming Friday the twenty fourth, where they have a chance to go to a three oh and basically end the series. Um Wizards have been, you know, the fourth, the fifth overall, the fifth seed in the East, showing some, showing some, some strong, strong play uh, against the um, Toronto Raptors, who are the fourth overall seed. Um, this is a seven, this is a seven-game series. They have a chance to take, to go home and possibly sweep. Uh, this series when they when they play on the 24th and then again on Sunday the 26th, so that's something to keep an eye on right there. Uh, the other um, Eastern Conference matchup is Chicago Bulls, the third seed. They currently have a two nothing series lead over Milwaukee. They play on the 23rd in Milwaukee after Chicago already took two um, the first two games of that series. Um, so Chicago looking to try to make another run in the Eastern Conference like they did last year. And then Cleveland, who went on a tear after at starting the mid part of January till now, they currently have a 2 nothing series lead over the um, Boston Celtics, who are the seventh seed, as they go into their matchup on the 23rd in Boston. Um, so... Cleveland trying to make a make a run and try to get that championship that LeBron James already holds. He holds two of them with the Heat. He came back home. Maybe he could lead his hometown team to an NBA championship. Uh, so that's the Eastern Conference. Now on the Western side, right now Memphis and Portland are playing, and they're in the third quarter. Memphis leads that series one nothing, looking to try to make it two nothing, heading out to Portland. Uh, between the four and five seeds, the number one seed in the in the West, the Golden State Warriors, uh, they currently hold a two nothing series lead over the New Orleans the New Orleans Pelicans as they get ready to play Thursday night, uh, the twenty third. Uh, Golden State trying to take trying to go on to the next round of the, the playoffs by trying to take two in New Orleans. Uh, the Clippers, the number three seed, they are, they actually are playing on the day that this is being recorded. They'll be playing at 10:30 uh, versus the San Antonio Spurs, who are the six seed and defending champions. Uh, they already have a one nothing series lead. 
San Antonio trying to win this series and trying to successfully defend their championship. They got a long road ahead. They got to beat the um, the Clippers, and then they got to look at the winner of the Houston Dallas series. Houston currently holds a two nothing uh, lead on that one as they get ready to head to Dallas uh, for two starting on the twenty fourth. Uh, so. That's where we are. That's the NBA playoffs right now. As you know, this is the first round. You have the conference semifinals coming up um, after that. Start uh, coming up after that, and then of course the conference finals, and then of course the NBA finals between the two the representatives from the East and the West. Um, and my son is really wanting to try to be a part of this show. Uh, I do apologize for that. He wants to be a part of the show, and yeah. Um, but that's that's what we're looking at. So the NBA has already started their playoff run. Uh, Twelve, te- uh, sixteen teams who all survived the long regular season are looking to try to become the uh, hoist that trophy and be NBA champions. Um, on the other side, you have the NHL who, after their long season, they're getting they're in the midst of the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Stanley Cup playoffs uh, to determine who will lift Lord Stanley's Cup in the, um, before the summer begins. Uh, let's take a look at the – I'm going to take a look at these series and see what is what. Uh, first, we're going to look at the Eastern Conference. Right now um, – it's already into the fourth game between the Montreal between Montreal and Ottawa, and that series Montreal currently has a three nothing series lead. Though Ottawa currently leads one nothing um, in that game during the third period, uh, so Ottawa trying to stave off early uh, first round sweep and elimination, uh, trying to win at trying to win this game at home. Uh, Tampa Bay and Detroit, they are current they are currently well they'll be playing on the twenty third and they are the Detroit Red Wings are up to the one in that series. Uh one thing about the Detroit Red Wings, the Detroit Red Wings are like taxes and death. The Detroit Red Wings in the playoffs are like taxes and death. They're they pretty much a short thing. Um the Red Wings making the play, the Stanley Cup playoffs for Basically, the twenty—I believe it's the twenty-fifth straight year, which is just unprecedented. Uh, look on the bottom half of the uh, Eastern bracket. The New York Rangers are currently—they uh, currently have a, a two-to-one series lead over the Pittsburgh Penguins, um, and they're currently leading. Well, the tie actually one-to-one uh, right now in the third period of that game. So that's uh, a game to keep an eye on. And then the hometown Washington Capitals, they are current. They actually tied their series just recently um, by um, defeating the Islanders in uh, defeating the Islanders the other night. So now they currently are tied in their series with the Islanders as they get ready for their game Thursday, the twenty third, here at Verizon Center after a. Um, a jaunt in Long Island. On the west, let's go out west. The top half of the western bracket, you see you'll have the St. Louis Blues and the Minnesota Wild. 
those uh, teams are currently in a uh, – those two teams right now are currently uh, – looks like they're in overtime uh, after a 0-0 after playing into a 0-0 game in regulation. But currently, um, St. Louis has the two-to-one advantage and um, in the series. Minnesota has a two-to-one advantage in the series. So – um, anything can happen in that series. On the other side, um, Chicago currently has a 3-1 series lead over the Nashville Predators. Uh, Chicago trying to uh, win another Stanley Cup for um, Chicago um, after they won in overtime, triple overtime in game four to get to that 3-1 series lead. Um, right now, Anaheim, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks on the bottom half, the Anaheim Ducks have a 3 nothing series lead over Winnipeg, and right now they're playing, looks like, into overtime as well. well. They might be playing a little later on. But here's the thing. Anaheim wins this um, next game four, which is playing on the 22nd today. They're going to move on because it'll be a four-game sweep. And on the other side, uh, Calgary has a 3-1 series lead over Vancouver, uh, and they play on the 23rd to see who will move on to face the winner of the Anaheim-Winnipeg series. Uh, so that is the um, the layout for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, the winner of the St. Louis-Minnesota series will face the winner of the Nashville-Chicago series. Uh, the winner of the Anaheim-Winnipeg series will face the winner of the Vancouver-Calgary series. And then on the Eastern Conference side, the winner of the Montreal-Ottawa uh, series will move on to face the winner of the Detroit Tampa Bay series, and then whoever wins between the Rangers and Pittsburgh will face whoever wins between the Caps and the Islanders. All right, so that's where we are right now, and right now, I mean, it's it's definitely looking like a great. It's looking it's playoff time. You know what else can you say? It's playoff time for both. The um, NHL and the NBA, you got to love it. You got to love playing on time. Also, another thing you got to love is the America's Pastime Baseball is in full swing. Uh, the season's already got kicked off. The Nats are pretty doing pretty well. Um, and, I mean, it's just, you know, this time of year, you have so much going on. And then you also have the NFL with, um, you know, getting with the offseason getting the full swing. Free agencies already started. Uh, OTAs are starting to kick off, um, as well as the um, draft coming up, which for the first time in a while is going to be actually outside of New York. It's going to be in Chicago this year. Um, but speaking of football, you have um, a little something known as this release of the schedule. And with the schedule release, you know, it's going to be – Pretty epic. It's, you get to check out and see what your team's. Sorry, hold on, y'all. And so, and so that's uh, that is um, where we're at now with the uh, with football. Is that the schedules have been now released? Uh, they were released on Tuesday, and I'm very very interested. To see how these are gonna play out on the field. Let me um, see if I can pull pull it up. I want to pull up the Redskins. Yeah. 
because I definitely want people to see um, how things are set up. Uh, first and foremost, I just saw I just saw a news story that just that's up about a certain uh, person that was part of the um, that was that was moved in the off season that is now um, looks like he's going to be sitting for a long time. So, hey, Greg Hardy has been suspended for 10 games without pay. Uh, it was announced today that um, he will – sorry, guys, I'm, my son's eating something he knows he's not supposed to, and now I'm trying to get it from him. Sorry. But, um, okay. Please lovingly prepare your dog's meals one at a time. But, um, yeah, I mean, Greg Hardy is going that's, to that's be sitting on the sideline for 10 games, of, uh, as announced today from the league, um, for conduct detrimental to the league. As you um, as has been no- it was reported by NFL media insider Ian Rappaport that um, the decision will be appealed by Hardy, uh, according to a source informing those plans. He'll be eligible to return to action in Week 12 when the Cowboys play his old team, the Panthers, on Thanksgiving. Now, the decision came after a two-month investigation by the league into Hardy's domestic violence incident last year involving his ex-girlfriend, uh, Nicole Holder. Now, as you recall, the league, uh, now the league found credible evidence, uh, sufficient credible evidence that Hardy engaged in conduct that violated NFL's uh, personal conduct policies. Now, his legal case was dismissed in February, if you recall, uh, but the league still decided that he violated the personal conduct policy. Uh, according to the NFL statement, quote, the NFL's investigation concluded that Hardy violated the personal conduct policy by using physical force against Nicole Holder in at least four instances. The statement went on to read, quote, the net effect of these acts was that Miss Holder was severely traumatized and sustained a range of injuries, including bruises and scratches on her neck, shoulders, upper chest, back, arms, and feet. The use of physical force under the circumstances present, present the circumstances presented here against a woman substantially smaller than you and in the presence of powerful military-style assault weapons constitutes a significant act of violence in violation of the personal conduct policy. So, Mr. Hardy is going to be, uh, he's going to appeal, but I don't know if he's going to win that appeal. Um, and Rappaport, Ian Rappaport, the NFL media insider, reported the Cowboys had braced for at least a six-game suspension at, uh, for at most a six-game suspension for Hardy after they signed him in the offseason as a free agent. Um, and they expected a four-game ban at least. Uh, but they did build protection into Hardy's contract. He was due nine and a quarter million in per-game roster bonuses, and now he'll be able to earn less than half of that. Um, if the 10-game suspension is upheld, Hardy will have missed 25 regular season games over two seasons before he returns to the field. Unbelievable. So Greg Hardy's not going to see the field for a while. That is absolutely insane. Um, and of course, uh, shortly after the suspension was announced, 
uh, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones uh, had a statement he released, and his statement was such, was this, and I quote, this suspension is something that we anticipated prior to Greg's signing, and we respect the commissioner's ruling. Our organization understands the very serious nature of this matter, and we use our resources, work closely with Greg, and with the league to ensure a positive outcome. So, again, it's under... It's currently... It's currently being appealed, but if it's upheld, then Greg Hardy will not see the field for until Thanksgiving. So, wow, that's that's big, that's huge. Uh, but switching gears, we're gonna move on from that to schedules. So, as you know, the NFL released its 2015 regular season schedule so that everybody can get ready for the 2015 season. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I took a look at, you know, of course, my team, the Redskins schedule, and it's a very strong schedule. It's a very nice-looking schedule, but I think we're going we're gonna to first look at some of the, the marquee matchups, especially with week one, um, and then delve into the Redskins schedule. Uh, first off, of course, you know, Thursday night, you know, they usually have the um, opener where it's just the one game. Uh, this year, it is the defending Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots, hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers at Foxborough uh, Thursday, September 10th at 8.30 on NBC. Uh, as you know, the Patriots defeated the Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl, to win yet another Super Bowl. The Steelers, it's going to be a matchup between Big Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, um, of course, Le'Veon Bell, uh, who really shined as a running back last year um, after the release of uh, LeGarrette Blunt. He will be missing in action from this game because of a suspension due to his arrest uh, on driving under the influence of, of drugs. Uh, so that's going to be a good matchup to watch. Another good matchup to watch on Week One is the old is uh, rivalry renewed as always between NFC North rivals, the Green Bay Packers visiting the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field. That should be a good one to watch. Uh, of course, those the, you know those NFC North games between those two teams are always fun to watch and smash them out. So you can expect all more of the same there. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks will begin their defense of the NFC Conference Championship when they visit the uh, division rival St. Louis Rams uh, at 1 p.m. on Fox on the uh, first Sunday of the season. Uh, Also, another marquee game, uh, you have on Sunday night a battle of division foes between the Giants and the Cowboys at AMT, AT&T Stadium in, in Dallas, you already know that those those teams, when they go at it, it it's something serious. So, and that's going to be a Sunday night game. And then, of course, the first Monday night, first Monday night of the football season is a doubleheader. The early game is the Eagles uh, visiting the Atlanta Falcons, the New York Falcons under a new co- head coach. And then... Following that, the Vikings uh, will be visiting 
the 49ers at Levi Stadium. So those are going to be some good games. The Vikings games, you never know who's going to be starting at quarterback. Will it be Mark Sanchez? Will it be the newly, the recently signed Tim Tebow? Who's going to be the starting quarterback there? Will it be Sam Bradford, who they traded for uh, in the offseason? That's something to look at, look out for. Um, there's plenty of marquee matchups out there uh, to, to, to check out. Um, and also, one of the other matchups, which has been denoted as a as a um, super as a Super Bowl matchup rematch. Hold on. So we have a Super Bowl matchup coming up. We have a Super Bowl matchup, a Super Bowl rematch, but it's from a Super Bowl way back when. You have the Miami Dolphins. They're going to be opening their season right here in our nation's capital against the Washington Redskins, who are coming into a season with, you know, there were some questions about the quarterback position and what Jay Gruden's going to do. We'll see how that's going to, how that's going to play out. Uh, but the Dolphins are coming into town to face the Redskins in a Super Bowl rematch from years gone by. Uh, but let's, I'm going to check out, we're going to check out the Redskins' actual schedule uh, right now. As they look to bounce back from an abysmal, abysmal 2014 campaign um, where... You know, the first, only one of the first seven games that the Redskins have, only one team that they're playing, which is a division foe, the Eagles, had a winning record last year. Uh, The bad news, that's good news. The bad news is that the slate is definitely backloaded. Their final five contests of the regular season feature a pair of games against the Cowboys as well as a trip to Philadelphia. Um. So let's look at their schedule real quick, shall we? Uh, first, you have the you know you have the Dolphins who are visiting. Uh, that's uh, the third game. Then that's week two. Uh, the Rams come to visit um, FedEx Field. So the first two games of the season are here at home before they find, they jet off to uh, to the Meadowlands uh, for a on a short week for a Thursday night tilt against the New York Giants, which is the first division game they have. They actually have back-to-back division games early on because right after that Thursday night game, they get a nice little break before they head out, they head back home and host the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Then the next three games, as we mentioned, are against teams that didn't have winning records last year. They're visiting Atlanta. They're visiting the Jets. So another trip to to, to the Meadowlands uh, to play, and then they host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before they go on their bye week eight. Now here's where it gets crazy. After the bye week, it's like it, this is how their schedule is backed up. Week nine in Foxborough against the Patriots. Week ten hosting the Saints. Week eleven at Carolina. 
Week 12, hosting Week 12 and 13, back-to-back meetings against division foes. This time it's the Giants here and then the Cowboys here. December 13th in Chicago. Oh, that's going to be brutal. December 20th, a rematch from the Super Bowl in 1991-92 season, hosting the Buffalo Bills. And then the end of the season, they visit Philly, and then after New Year, or the day after Christmas, and then two days after New Year's, they visit the Dallas Cowboys to end the season. Man, like I said, that is a definite. That is definitely a schedule that you got to look at and be like, "Whoa, that's crazy." But I mean, this is a way for them to bounce back and try to, you know, make something of it. RG three is going to be coming back. Uh, once again, he did not ha- have a chance to have a full season of work after being injury prone, after injuries and ineffectiveness. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he how he bounces back and makes it happen this go around. Um, I'll be interested to see how how it goes. Um, I'm definitely you know as a fan, I'm I'll be definitely interested to see how it goes. Um. But hopefully it goes well. Hopefully it goes really well. Um, so I'm gonna go back. We're gonna go back to the schedules, and we're gonna look at the um, Thanksgiving, which is week 12. We're gonna look at week 12 and check out the thanks. Uh, you know the Thanksgiving. As, you know as well as the uh, other matchups that'll be taking place on week 12. Uh, of the NFL regular season. Now, as you know, the um, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day matchups always feature the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. Been like that for years, and again, this year it's nothing different. Uh, the Eagles will be the team that will venture into Detroit and Ford Field to face the Lions, while the Carolina Panthers, as we mentioned during the Greg Hardy story. Uh, will be the team that heads to AT&T Stadium to face the Cowboys. The Sunday night matchup is going to be a matchup that you'll want to see. Of course, it's the Bears and the Packers in Lambeau, which will be several weeks after their initial meeting to start the season. So that's your Thanksgiving Day matchup. Uh, so after you've had all your turkey with all the trimmings and everything, you got some great football to look forward to. Of course, after Thanksgiving, you have some great matchups. Uh, one matchup to note, like we mentioned, the Giants visiting the Redskins. Another uh, matchup to note, it's a matchup, a Super Bowl rematch between the Steelers and the Seahawks. If you remember way back when, when Matt Hasselbeck was their quarterback, the Seahawks made the Super Bowl, but ultimately lost to Ben Roethlisberger and, and the Steelers. Uh, another matchup to look forward to, um, and it's going to be a marquee matchup, is the Sunday night matchup between the Patriots and the Broncos, which a lot of people are touting to be possibly the 17th and possibly final time that these two court, great quarterbacks, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, will meet against face each other on the field. Um you can you can almost guarantee it's going to be a cla- a great game a classic game and it's going to be under the lights in Mile High at uh, in Denver it's going to be great uh, so I can't wait for that one uh, 
But yeah, that's you know that's what the NFL schedule is looking like right now. It's just a very very it's you know top to bottom it looks like it's gonna be a great it's gonna be great great great. Um, the Sunday night football schedule. Let's let's, let's you know, want to take a look at that. Uh, of course, the first you know, of course you're gonna have the um, Steelers and the Patriots in their for, you know as the first night game. Uh, that's gonna be taking place on September the 10th, and then, of course, the Giants and Cowboys will be the first Sunday night game uh, of the season. Uh, the following, that, following that, the NFC, uh, the conference champions, the Seahawks, will visit Green Bay. Uh, then following that, the Detroit Lions host uh, Peyton Manning and the Broncos. Uh, October 4th, you will have the Saints hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, October the 11th, the Giants host the 49ers. The Colts host the Patriots the week after that. Then the week after that, the Panthers host the, the Eagles. Then the Packers and the Broncos. That should be a good one. You know, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, that should be a good one. Uh, November 8th, it's the NFC East matchup, the Eagles and the Cowboys. Of course, you have an NFC West matchup, Cardinals-Seahawks. You have an AFC West matchup between the uh, Chiefs and the Chargers. Then you have the NFC North matchup uh, on Thanksgiving of the Bears and the Packers. Uh, then uh, a couple days after that, you have Peyton versus Brady, number uh, the 17th time uh, on Sunday night. And then in December, your Sunday night matchups in December are the Colts at the Steelers, the Seahawks at the Ravens, the Bengals at the 49ers, and the Steelers. Uh, visiting the Baltimore Ravens. Now, as you know, once it gets into the later part of the season, those Sunday night matchups could change uh, due to the flexible scheduling uh, procedures. Uh, if you're not familiar with this flexible scheduling procedures, uh, it was implemented in 2006 where uh, the primetime flexible schedule element was put into place on Sundays in week 10 through 15 and week 17, but in 2014, that was a sense of games between week 5 and 17 could be affected by flex scheduling. However, only two games may be flexed into Sunday night between week 5 and 10. Now, this was put into play to ensure quality matches on Sunday night in those weeks and gave surprise teams a chance to play their way into prime time. Now, um, the flexible schedule is usually... Uh, the week 17, in order to ensure a Sunday night game with playoff implications, decision to move the start time may be made on only six days' notice, whereas um, a game scheduled for Sunday could move from a 1 p.m. kickoff to an 8.15 start, but the change would be made and announced no later than the prior Tuesday, 12 days prior. Sunday afternoon games, as in the past, will still be moved one to, for, between 1 and 4.05 or 4.15. Um, where, again, it's a 12-day notice. But, again, if it's week 17 and it's a playoff implications, literally a, less than a week before the game, they can change it. So that's one thing to think about with those Sunday night matchups is, you know, those those matchups can change. And ones that can't change is traditional Monday night football. Now, as you know, um, as we mentioned, the first Monday night of the season, it's a doubleheader. It's been like that for the last uh, couple of seasons. So this is where we are. 
for that first Monday of the month, uh, of the season, September 14th, you have the Eagles Falcons, like I mentioned earlier, and then the Vikings visiting the 49ers. Um, after that, that in week two, you have the Jets visiting the Colts in week two. Week three, KC visiting Green Bay. Following that, Seattle is hosting the Lions. And then you have, and then that's in October, the other October Monday night game, Steelers visiting the Chargers, Giants visiting the Eagles in the NFC East matchup, uh, and the Ravens visiting the Cardinals uh, on Monday night. The November Monday night matchup, the Colts visit the Panthers, then the Bears visit the Chargers, then the Texans visit the Bengals, and then the Bills and Patriots in an AFC East matchup. Uh, closing out November, it's the Ravens and the Browns the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, December, uh, December Monday night matchup begin on December seventh with a a big time NFC East division rivalry. That's long, that's been a long standing rivalry. It's the Cowboys and the Redskins here in FedEx Field. Uh, following that is the uh, Dolphins hosting the Giants. Then the Saints hosting the Lions, and then on the 28th, three days after Christmas, and two and three days before the New Year, well, four days before the New Year, the Broncos host the Bengals, and that'll be the last Monday night game of the season. So this season is going to be very, very exciting. I cannot wait for it, and it all will kick off when the um, NFL draft kicks off when the NFL draft comes up uh, later on this month into next month. It's actually three days. Is it three days away, actually? Hmm. Yeah, it might be three days away. How about that? <laughs> yeah, it's coming up. They're going to be out. In, they're going to be, well, not three days away. It's actually going to be next week uh, from Chicago. So down in, it's April 30th. Uh, starting at 8 p.m., uh, so next Thursday, you get to uh, check out the draft and see who's going where um, here in the, NFL, in the NFL, and it's going to be out in Chicago. So I can't wait for that. It's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to check that out because I know when we do the Skybox uh, and everything like that, we're going to um, we're definitely going to talk about who got drafted where any surprises or anything like that. Uh, so keep your eyes and ears out for that. Uh, we've now reached the 10 o'clock hour, and it's still me. <laughs> uh, DC People's Chef here, the Skybox, right here on Blog Talk Radio and the TSOTS uh, Productions channel, as well as the TSOTS app. Uh, if you want to listen to some of uh, some of the your favorite TSOTS shows on the go, including this very show here, the Skybox, Mike Check, the Hangout, and especially our signature show, His and Hers, you can download the TSOTS app app right now on iPhone at the Apple Store, Google Play on the Android, and as well as on your BlackBerry devices. The same thing on tablets as well. It is free. All the content on there you can you can want from CSOTS, including blogs, vlogs, 
as well as podcasts of all of these shows. So you can listen to some of our, our shows and read about it, read some of the blogs on the go. So make sure that you go and download the application today. Uh, once again, it is now top of the hour. You can definitely call in if you want to speak about whatever we just whatever's just been talked about. Three four seven two one five eight five five eight four seven two one five eight five five eight is the number. Just dial one. You can come and speak with myself about what we just talked about. Including, you can sound off on what, how you feel about voice and it's better than uh, Muhammad Ali. It's on you. Now. Let's talk a little golf here, shall we? Everybody knows that I'm a big, big fan of golf. And um, we're just, when it comes to golf, we're coming off of the first major of the year on the PGA Tour, which was the Masters, which took place uh, just recently out in Augusta, Georgia, at the um, at Augusta National, the uh, private club. And uh, congratulations to... Um, Congrats go out to, um, man, I, I had this. I had this, and all of a sudden I was like, uh, nope. <laughs> this is what happens when you're by yourself. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, the Masters, Jordan Spieth, I should say. Jordan Spieth, congratulations to Jordan Spieth, who, um, who won the Masters, basically running away. I mean, he ran away with the tournament, ran away with it, and couldn't be stopped. He set records in terms of scoring, and it's um, absolutely amazing how how well he played on a course that, on some in some years, you know, you could barely break double digits and under par, and he did it with no problems and just played unbelievable when it comes. Augusta National to put on the green jacket and win his first ever uh, major championship. Uh, Tiger Woods actually made his return to tournament golf in this tournament after being out of action since February, uh, still recovering from back surgery and trying to get his game back together. He had a decent showing. I mean, he made the cut and things like that, but I mean, I'm pretty sure him, to him, that's not enough. He wants to actually be, he actually wants to be, you know, in the in contention, in the hunt. So, uh, he, he, he made a decent show, and it just, Jordan Spieth was just out there playing lights out. And it just, is, it's crazy just to, you know, just to look at that and just see how well he played and just like, wow, is this the same course, the same, you know, course? Where, you know, double digits under par is rare, and he managed to do it with with ease and break records that, you know, Tiger set back in 1997. Yeah, it happened. It happened. Uh, another event to look forward to is the um, is the WGC Cadillac Match Play, formerly known as the Accenture Match Play. Uh, the uh, match play, the annual tournament where the best 65 golfers from around the world compete in single elimination matches where the um, winner gets a nice, nice 
World Golf Championships trophy, plenty of uh, ranking points, as well as rank points to join one of the one of their um, Ryder Cup or President's Cup teams, depending on who it is. Um, the deadline to see who will qualify comes up this coming Friday, and right now, uh, of course, Rory McIlroy. Um, Roy McIlroy is, of course, at the top. As you know, he's still the number one player in the world. Uh, Jordan Spieth, after his victory at the Masters, is now at number two, which means he would be up there, most likely a top seed in one of the brackets. Hendrick Stenson and Bubba Watson round out the top four, so you can think you'll think that those four will be top seeds. Uh, in brackets come um, the World Golf Championship uh, matchup. Now, you can find out, um, fans will be able to watch the draw, you know, the draw of the, of the players to see where they're going to go. Um, this coming, the 27th, live, uh, a 90-minute selection show, streamed live on pjtour.com as well as, the, as golfchannel.com. Now, here's how, for those of you who are not familiar with um, the match play, it's the top 64 I said 65 to 64. The top 64 players in the official World Golf rankings as of today are eligible to complete. Uh, those players have until Friday the 24th to commit to play in this um, in what's the third World Golf Championships event of the PGA Tour season. If a player in the top 64 does not commit by 5 p.m. on Friday, the next play, committed player from the rankings becomes eligible. Uh, while players can't play their way into the field, the qualifying positions of those already eligible may change based on the world rankings as of Monday the 27th. Um, Jason Day, who won this event last year, he's among those who have officially qualified for this global event, which is taking place next week. Uh, the other former champions who have made the field, of course, are Hendrick Stenson, which I just mentioned, Ian Poulter, Luke Donald, Hunter Mahan, and Matt Kuchar. However, Donald is Luke Donald is not expected to play because he's going to be attending his brother's mar- his wedding the weekend of the championship. Um, Donald said at the Humana Challenge um, recently that his brother said, uh, quote, he set his wedding date before the tournament decided to change the date. So he thought that it was a free week that I don't usually play, and then it got changed to that week. So he, um, so if he doesn't play, then he will be replaced by the number 65th player in the world from Spain, Miguel Angel Jimenez. Um, so um, the field will be divided into 16 groups. Four players each will play round-robin matches on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. The player with the best record in each group advances to the round of 16 for single elimination match play in the event of a two-way tie in a group. Head-to-head results will be used as a tiebreaker. A three-way tie will require a sudden death playoff. Now, the Saturday morning will feature the round of 16 in the morning and quarterfinals that afternoon. Semis will be contested Sunday morning, while the championship and consolation matches will be played in the afternoon. The top seeds in the group competition will correspond to the top 16 players in the World Golf Rankings. 
The other three players in each group will be determined by a blind draw from three pools based on their standing in the overall in the official World Golf Ranking. So, and that's the show you can watch on April the 27th on PJTour.com and GolfChannel.com. Uh, the groups will also be posted live to PJTour.com, and fans will be able to follow analysis commentary throughout the draw. So, uh, I can't wait for that. I'm gonna. I said I was gonna watch the matches. I watched some of the uh, matches. I didn't watch a lot of it. I did watch the final round and watch Steve make um, make that run to win the green jacket. But I definitely want to watch the um, match play because it's the one time in the PJ Tour season, aside from either the Ryder Cup or the Presidents Cup, where the where the pros play match play. So. I can't wait to watch that. I definitely can't wait to watch that. Uh, and then this week, uh, this week is the um, the PGA Tour is actually in New Orleans for the Zurich Classic. Uh, they're in New Orleans getting ready for the Zurich Classic, which is going to be the, the, the tournament before the World Golf Championship. Um, they begin on Thursday the 23rd down there. And um should be a good should be a good good tournament. Um it's going until the twenty sixth. The purse is six point nine million. Um you can check out the broadcast starting to, on the twenty third. Uh you can listen to it on PGA Tour Radio from twelve to six and you can also watch uh live first round coverage on the golf channel. On the 23rd from 3 to 6, and replay from 9:30 p.m. until 12:30 p.m. And uh, the current conditions currently at the TPC Louisiana and at and Avondale, Louisiana. It's very, it's 75 degrees. Beautiful, looks like really beautiful conditions. Um, so that's some, that's golf for you. You know, I love golf. I, I eventually am going to get out and play some more. I'm trying to. Uh, but we're going to try to get more golf. Uh, but I want to go back to, to football a little bit. Um, Chills posted this article, uh, last week regarding, uh, a former, uh, football player, former draft bust who is now looking at, um, another charge, so to speak. Uh, and that person will be Lawrence Phillips. Uh, Lawrence Phillips has been being suspected of killing his uh, prison cellmate. Now, if you remember, Lawrence Phillips was the overall pick in the draft back in 1996 out of Nebraska. Now, he had a rocky, rocky road in Nebraska. Um, and when he came into the league, Getting the, he ended up being, um, he's been in jail since 2008, uh, separate charge, but now uh, at the Curtin Valley State Prison, according to the prison news release, he's being suspected of killing his cellmate, 37-year-old Damon Sauer, who was found unresponsive in the cell he shared with Philip. Uh, he passed away. Yeah, he passed away on a Sunday uh, at a local hospital. Stewart was actually serving 82 years in prison for murder, while Phillips, at age 39, was sentenced in 2008 to 31 years in prison for convictions of inflicting great 
bodily injury involving domestic violence, spousal abuse, false imprisonment, and vehicle theft. So he's already serving 31 years. He's now looking at a longer sentence if he's found guilty of murder in uh, in the prison. So it's just wow. His his off the field troubles just was he was just plagued by them not only through his collegiate career but also on his NFL career and beyond. He only he played with three different teams, only played in just 25 NFL games. Uh, the Rams thought he had so much potential when they traded Jerome Bettis with the Steelers. They got him. Bettis retired in 2005 and now in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he's going to the Hall of Fame uh, this year. Still last played in the NFL in 1999. And his career totals include 424 carries for 1,453 yards and 14 touchdowns. Now, normally that's a good output for one running back in a season. But that's his entire career. That That's sad. I'm sorry. That is very, very, very sad. And now he's looking at adding years, most likely either adding years or he might, you know, get life without parole or even worse with this latest transgression. And it just goes to show you that, you know, trying to be, you know, trying to get into that life, trying to be about that life, you got to realize you're not untouchable. You're not untouchable at all. And this just shows it. You know, not only him, but, you know, also, you know, guys like uh, like Brent, who went to jail for involuntary manslaughter, uh, intoxication manslaughter, or Plasco Burris, who did time for a gun charge, and then especially Aaron Hernandez, who's now going to be doing life without parole because of murder. Athletes, no matter what sport you play, you're not untouchable. You're not above the law. You're going to, you have to, you have to realize that. You're not above the law. You're not above the law at all. There it is. There it is right there. He's going to be, he's seeing, he's not going to, he's going to, he's probably not going to see the light of day ever again. Ever. And that's, that's, you know. This is his own fault. His own fault. So, lesson here, kids. You can play sport. You can play a sport, be an athlete, enjoy the sport, but stay humble and try to stay out of that gangster thug life. Because just know that you can be the biggest star and the most athletic and talented uh, person on a team, but the bottom line is. You're not above the law, and the law will catch up to you. And when it catches up to you, it'll hit you hard with no mercy. Okay? Just keep that in mind. And um, one last little story here. One last little story I want to touch on back in the, M- the NBA. Uh, the Oklahoma Thunder have, let, have uh, relieved their coach of his duties. Um, it was announced on Wednesday that Scott Brooks has been relieved of his duties in a rampant speculation about one of the NBA's most embattled coaches. Uh, Yahoo Sports' Adrian Wojnarowski reported the news, and um, Zach Harper and CBS passed along a statement from the team. The statement um, said, and I, and, it, and I quote, The Oklahoma City Thunder announced today that the organization 
conversation that Carter Facebook as head coach. Um, the statement from Thunder Executive Vice President and General Manager Sam Pressy said, quote, this is a difficult decision, extremely difficult decision on many levels. God helped establish the identity of the Thunder and has earned his rightful place in the history of our organization through his seven years as a valued leader and team member. As we all know, this past year we had unique and challenging circumstances, and as I have conveyed, not many people could have accomplished what Scott and this team were able to do. Therefore, it is very important to state that this decision is not a reflection of this past season, but rather an assessment of what we feel is necessary at this point in time in order to continually evolve, progress, and sustain. We determined that we can put ourselves in the best position next, year, next season, and as we look to the future, a transition of this time was necessary for the program. We move forward with confidence in our foundation and embrace the persistence and responsibility that is required to construct an elite and enduring basketball organization capable of winning an NBA championship in Oklahoma City. That's an interesting move. The man's been the coach for seven years, and it, it, it's interesting that um, he has moved on. Um, Kevin Durant, KD, uh, product of this area, uh, released a decision, released a statement on the decision on his um, on his Instagram account uh, earlier today as well, saying. Quote, today was tough for me. While I support our team's decision 100% and look forward to the upcoming season and the future in OKC, Scotty was my coach and a friend for the past seven seasons. We accomplished a lot together, and those times will never be taken away from us. I grew as both a man and a ball player under his guidance, and for that, I will forever be grateful and wish nothing but the best for him and his family, who have also been such a big part of the city and organization. I know he will be very successful in wherever his next steps in life are. Again, that was the um, that again that was the statement from uh, Oklahoma City star Kevin Durant. Um, Brooks actually went thirty-eight, three thirty-eight, and two oh seven. In parts of seven seasons on the bench, he took over for the fire P.J. Carlissimo in the early 2008-2009 campaign, and he helped develop KD as well as Russell Westbrook into perennial all-stars as the Thunder became regular title contenders. Uh, each of his first five seasons, including uh, in 2012 when they made it to the NBA Finals, he made, they made the playoffs. His winning percentage currently ranks 20th. In NBA history. Now, which, you know, again, people have to question why are you going to let him go when he has this kind of success. So, despite his regular season success, which led to him being awarded Coach of the Year in 2010, Brooks has also drawn near constant criticism for his game tactics and inability to push a talented roster over the top. There you go. Uh, so, it's... Uh, uh, according to this article from Bleacher Report, it's ironic then that Brooks is fired after a season which his sh- he shoulders little of any blame. Uh, preseason championship contenders again, the Thunder were wrecked by injuries on their way to a 45-37 finish, just shy of a playoff appearance. Uh, Westbrook, Durant, and 
Sergey Ibaka all missed extended time with ailments. Durant, in particular, was thwarted by three procedures on his fractured foot, and he ended up and the reigning MVP ended up listing 55 games. So Brooks is out. Who's going to be the new coach? We'll keep an eye on that. Of course, here on the Skybox, we'll keep an eye on that. And when an announcement is made, we will bring it to you. Um, but that's about it here for the um, for the Skybox. I mean, we got plenty of time, but I mean, you can only say so much on you can only you can only say so much on the show before it's like, okay, that's enough. Um, that's enough. But um, before we go, I definitely want to do, you know, we we normally do the rundown. I'm going to do the rundown. Um, so just remember, this coming, just remember, this coming Thursday, every Thursday, you have mic check with myself, uh, my homeboy Chills, and the homie, the Bishop Eddie Eddie Kane. Uh, we're gonna be talking all things music, all different genres. Uh, last week's episode, we delved into the new album by DC Don Juan, Writers Rock, um, as well as some other artists that are local that, you know, people need to hear about. Uh, so you definitely want to tune into my check uh, tomorrow, uh, this coming Thursday. Uh, we're going to delve into some more music, some stuff you need to hear, some stuff you need to listen to. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um Again, that's every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Uh, Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific Time. All right, so that's on Thursdays. On Fridays, it's TSOTS's signature show, His and Hers. It's the show where we talk where you talk about relationships, situationships, what have you, whether you're in a long-term relationship whether you're in a friends of benefits situation or whether you're the side piece, they the the, the his or hers crew gives you a different perspective, uh, his and a hers perspective on any and everything that has to do with love, heart, uh, matters of the heart, and matters of the loins. Uh, you can join poetry, Dolce Diva, Free, the Bishop Eddie Kane, and Almond Joy. For that show, that show begins at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Mountain, and 7 p.m. Pacific Time, right here on this very channel. On Mondays, you can check out the Hangout. The Hangout is the show where you can learn about all things video games, entertainment, etc., and technology. Everything that you want to know for the inner I guess you could say nerd in you. <laughs> um, that show is hosted by Poetry as well as the, uh, as well as the Bishop Eddie Kane. Uh, you can check out that show Mondays. Um, Mondays the time is unknown at this time. I believe it's at not at 8 p.m. Uh, you can check that out and um, learn about some different things in entertainment, like what movies are coming out, what video games, things like that. Uh, of course, on Wednesdays, on Wednesdays, every Wednesday, you have the hottest, realest talk sh- uh, sports talk show on Blog Talk Radio, The Skybox, with your man Chill, your truly DC People's Champ, and you know, and just us two. Sometimes we'll have 
your girl Almond Joy. But either way, every Wednesday, you can listen to the Skybox and get all your talk, your sports fix that you can handle. Where we talk about all different types of sports right here on this very, very show. So, again, this has been another episode of the Skybox. I hope you enjoyed it. And once again, make sure that not only do you, you know, check us out here on Blog Talk Radio, make sure you download our app, our app, uh, our mobile app. You can download it on iTunes. You can download it on the uh, Apple Store for iPhone, uh, on Android, Google Play, and on BlackBerry devices as well. You can read some of the blogs from some of our ta- uh, some of our uh, CSOTS folks. Uh, you can also check out our vlog. And you can also uh, listen to archived uh, editions of, of all of our shows on the go. So make sure you go and download our mobile app today. And also, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at T-S-O-T-S Production. That's T-S-O-T-S Production. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is Two Sides of the Story. Uh, and you can also check out our Facebook group, uh, our Skybox Facebook group, uh, TSOTS Presents the Skybox. All you got to do is search on Facebook for uh, the TSOTS Presents the Skybox and join up and join in the conversation on all things sports on there. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was just me. Uh, and hopefully, you know, next week it'll be a full house. It'll be myself, and it'll be chills, and maybe a third person. Who knows? Uh, but we hope you had a great. I hope you had a good one. I hope you enjoyed the show. I'm gonna. We're gonna take you out with some some music, and then hopefully you enjoy the rest of the night. Again, this has been DC's People's Champ. This has been another edition of the Skybox. See you next week. Peace and blessings.
The homie didn't keep it 100. The cops doing roundup. Said they got a suspect. Finally got a name. Now I'm stunned thinking, fuck that. For the money, niggas murder what he close to. Entire families, these motherfuckers ghost to. Smoke you. Was it worth what that life was? Just prepare for the payback as it strikes, cuz. Was it worth what that life was? Prepare for the payback when it strikes, cuz. Around, jump off a building if you dare them to. The great state done already killed them. Who you compare them to? To really figure out what he said would take a year or two. Family over everything, skills over politics. He don't need the accolades as long as you acknowledge it. Just playing the hand you was dealt. No aces. Betrayal is worse than death in most cases. The world is filled with hypocrites that's so racist. Multiple shots to the face, no cases. Mad cause you blew up quick and you excited. Your man that you grew up with, get you indicted. This was your nigga, yo. For him, you let the trigger go. Found out at the trial, they got audio and video. Shit don't always happen how you plan it. Get jammed up, you really find out who your fam is. You can feel the picture, you don't need to see the canvas. That nigga Jay a hawk you, he don't even play for Kansas. You know when it's someone you love, it hurts pure. When you front, try to hold it in, it hurts more. He was right there, back to back with me, my first war. Even had a crack spot together, the first floor. Used to buzz a man, didn't meet him right by the first door. That was probably a year before I went on my first tour. Friendship was worth more than a couple ounces. You were supposed to be with me, arguing with the bouncers. Instead, you ended up somewhere far in the mountains, talking about what we was doing, what we was counting. Nothing but 